The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Hello and welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster and my guest today is Nate Clifford of Cornucopia Foods in Hi. Northampton in Thorns. Hi, Nate. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for being here. I appreciate you coming in, especially on a busy retail holiday I wouldn't day. do it for anyone else, but for you, of course. I'm, I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Well, I appreciate you taking your lunch and taking some time off the floor to come on in. Get how's, away from the hectic place. Yeah. How's Cornucopia doing right now? We are finishing so strong. We're so happy. The um, Yeah, the business has been really wonderful the last couple of weeks. And um, in general, we've had strong business, but really it's just taken off. We've feeling that support. So it's awesome. Nice. And so for people who don't know what Cornucopia is, could you tell the folks listening Absolutely. what Cornucopia is and where in Thorns yeah. you're located? Yeah. If you don't know, we're on L1 in Thorns, which is the lower level. Um, we really anchor that floor and are the greatest store on the planet. No, um, we we were started by Bud Stockwell and Sydney Flum Stockwell in 1980, uh, back when all of these kind of health food stores were, were coming about, trying to give options that were real whole foods uh, as opposed to processed foods, which were which were the norm and was was what everyone was eating. So we um, we were started then. I was not born then. I was born in 1983, uh, <laughs> and I. Moved out here in 2015 with my wonderful partner and wife, Jade, and we um, started immediately talking to Bud about purchasing the business and managed to get all the funding and everything together and, and purchase the business in March of 2019. Um, and just continuing the you know original philosophy, but then also bringing our own uh, thing to it and hopefully making it even better. And so in 2015, did you come with experience of working in grocery Absolutely. stores or, <laughs> I mean, was this just something that you realized when you I got like, here? Oh, I think groceries is for yeah. me. No, You're I like health um, food, groceries. I'm in. Yeah. Sign I, me up. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> no, I um, started in 20, uh, let's see, 2007 um, at Whole Foods Market, actually at Wild Oats and it was bought by Whole Foods shortly after I started. And uh, worked for Whole Foods for quite a while. Um, got a little grossed out by some of the corporate structure that is there. Started working for a small store in Porter Square, Cambridge, called Cambridge Naturals. And um, just was really inspired by what they do there and how in independent it is and just uh, how, how much they care about their staff and what they try to bring to the community at large. So we were really inspired by that. Jade and I both worked there. So when we moved out here, one of the reasons we started working at Cornucopia, not knowing that it might be up for sale soon, was that we, we wanted a place that was similar. And so you kind of have this experience and you came out here and you were just bringing that with you um, when you came. And so how did the conversation go about purchasing Cornucopia? I mean, well, it was funny because when we moved out here, the person who owns, uh, well, one of the people who owns Cambridge Naturals doesn't anymore. He sold it to his his uh, wonderful daughter Emily, but um, his name is Michael Cantor. And Michael said to me, like the the day we moved out, he was like, you know, Bud's been doing it for a while, so there may be I don't know. You might want to fill it out. There <laughs> might he might be ready to go. And I um, didn't really think much of that. And then we were there for maybe six months, and he invited us, Jade and I, out to um, 
lunch at Pawn Elizabeth's, the wonderful Pawn Elizabeth's. And so many deals have been done yes, it is. over it, the years I, at PEs. I, I have definitely followed suit and had many a meeting there myself after all this, but um, we sat As down the with thorn them. Thorn turns <laughs> or pricks. It is. It is. <laughs> It is the spot, yeah. and there's always if you want to see the who's who of Thorns Market, of, of, of Thorns Market, really, and and Northampton, you go to you go to Paul and Elizabeth's. Um, but thank God for you and PNEs for the Thorns building community, because otherwise, I don't think we'd eat or drink or we anything. Uh, we really keep food in general in the mouths of Northamptonites. It's without us, we <laughs> that's ridiculous. We uh, so we sat down with them, and they. Uh, they offered the business, basically said like we'd be interested in, in seeing if this could come together. And it, it takes a long time for it to come together. I was very I'm I'm happily uh, quite naive uh, about a lot of things. So I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Let's make this happen. But it wasn't uh, easy at all. So we figured out how to purchase it. And um, it took that amount of time from, you know, 2016 to 2019 to actually get a deal in place that worked for everybody. And 2019, what? I mean, from 2019 to 2020. Oh, yeah. So our one year anniversary was uh, was the pandemic. We were cruising. We even decided we would have another child. We were like, we're good. We got this. We had 26 employees when we started. We had a lot of great people working for us that were holdovers from the the Bud era, and um, we were like, we can do this. We can we can do the second child thing. We're gonna. It's all coming together. Um, so. Yeah, we announced our our pregnancy in January of 2020, and then yeah, March of 2020 hit, and it didn't seem like as great of an idea uh, at that time. But <laughs> we do we do now have a wonderful baby boy, uh, and he is great, and I can't imagine life without him, obviously. But yes, <laughs> definitely was another layer at that time to deal with. And you also have a daughter, an we older do. daughter. Yeah, we had her in March of 2016, so it was right around. Like fairly soon after we had the conversation around buying the business and we were like, the stars are aligning. It's amazing. <laughs> we bought this house. We have these two cars. We have this opportunity just sitting in our lap. And I mean, and it is, and you have to stay positive about all this stuff. It's, it's, it is amazing how it all came together, but yeah, we have a daughter. She's six and a half. She's at Hilltown Charter, which is a fabulous school. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's very full on. <laughs> full life. <laughs> full on. Definitely. <laughs> Not as full as Tara Brewster, but, you know, close. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't own a business anymore. Yes, so well, you're smart. It's a different, of course, <laughs> of a different color, for sure. Retired entrepreneur. Um, although I was just up at Jackson and Connor this week, visiting Will and Will's saying doing hi an and job. getting some stuff. It's yeah. such a beautiful place, yeah. Yeah, it's, it warms my heart when I get to go and hang out on the floor and kind of watch him yeah. work his magic. And I've had a lot of fun with him over the years. He's a, he's a, a really cool cool person and, and just really um, does does his own thing and does it really well. So we're, I'm always impressed with that store. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about being inside of Thorns because Thorns has been such an incubator for so many businesses yeah. over the years, over the course of Thorns history. And, you know, probably Bud was one of the first stores in 1980 when, when Brink and Maisie were, were, were yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they were the first owners of Thorns. But anyway... You know, back in the day, yeah. that was an anchor store. I mean, that's Cornucopia has been there forever. I think it's a, I think it's a world class place. I think Thorns Marketplace at its best is an absolutely amazing experience. You go in and it's they they really go all out with the decorations and the variety of different tenants they've been able to bring in and and work with to 
help them survive through some of these really challenging times is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a destination and to have our store in a place that is a destination for people to come and shop is, is really, it's great. It's a, it's a really great spot. Yeah, I, I agree. Every time I go into Thorns, it's, it's a bit magical seeing all the, it does feel magical right now. The lights on the floor and they've got the animals up there and and they have, there's like, you walk by this like deer and there's like these mysterious birds chirping and you realize they have, somebody has put a little machine in there. At first I thought we actually were under attack, but it it wasn't the case. It was, well, sometimes in the walkway, there's a lot of birds. That does happen. Happening there. Across from the parking garage there. Yeah. Absolutely. So that happens Definitely. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we do have birds <laughs> in the building. Um, and you now have Tell Us underneath you. Tell yeah. us in the satellite bar. That's exciting for Thorns. Yeah, what that space has gone through so many iterations over the years. When we when we got here, they they started with the uh, Confino, and then um, you know, Patria. Patria had had a had a shot at it, and, and then again COVID. COVID was Patria. really terrible timing for yeah. what um, was shaping up to be a pretty neat place. And then we ended up uh, with the, the basically the remnants of, of Patria coming into TELUS and the Satellite Bar, that space that they've created. And um, we've absolutely loved working with the new owners. Um, they've been great partners uh, on everything. They have a really cool nightclub thing they do on a couple of nights and there's been a few days I've had to go in and, and uh, adjust some shelves because the base is pretty heavy. But oh, but that's fun. I mean, honestly, like there's no no breakage, so we're we're happy. We, we're like, all right, you guys had a good time. This <laughs> so, is how we know. So Jeremy, Amanda, and Nan yeah. were on the show um, a couple months ago. Yeah, um, that was a fun episode to listen to. But I haven't been to their nightclub um, yet. But it's a little bit past. I'm not like, nightclubbing right now. Out. Yeah, but yeah. I, it's. I hope. You know, there are some things that have gone away in my 43 years on this planet. And I'd love to go out and dance. And I'm not sure if it'll come back. Hard to wrap back, my head around right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so if I put you to bed, that means I lay down in bed. Why would I get up to, right. to go out again? This I don't is know. my opportunity. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's take an opportunity to shut it down for a minute because (laughs) we're already at the break time. Um, You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Nate Clifford of Cornucopia in Northampton, a really wonderful downtown grocery store, health food store, um, supplement store um, that you all should check out if you haven't been there. We'll be right back. Thank you. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster. WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Nate Clifford of Cornucopia Foods. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I'm so glad that, that we take little breaks because I get to sing um, yeah, some John Mellencamp. It. it was amazing. And people don't hear all of the singing I didn't know the that words, I have to but do. I tried. So I have to subject. It was fun. Just you and we Joan. Had fun. We had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Joan Holiday, by the way, yesterday was at the 
country Christmas Sweet Back Sisters Joan Holiday <laughs> Spectacular. Yeah, that's the Joan Holiday Holiday Hootenanny Sweet Back Sisters Country Christmas Sing Along Spectacular. Easy to remember. Thank you, Joan Holiday. You bet. Very so fun. good. It was yesterday at the Academy of Music, year 14. I think that's what they said. It was their 14th year. Amazing. I think I've done it with them for nine or 10. That's great. It is, it is a classic must do holiday experience. Singing. Along with coming into my store and listening to me sing, That's you should right. also do this amazing uh, event with Joan Holiday every year. Go you and should. Sit, check it out. You should bring Absolutely. the kids. Yes. yes. Bring the kids. Yeah, bring the kids. It's a fun, fun festival of singing and Christmas trivia. There's trivia? Trivia. I love trivia. The marshmallow eating kind of grossed me out yesterday. Is that, was it like a, it how was many a new can addition? Eat? It was a new addition to the experience. And there were two people, and they were trying to ingest as many marshmallows That's as they could in uh, the chorus of the song. And I was a little bit uh, intrigued, grossed out, freaked out, and ready to like jump in and do the Heimlich. Sounds like it accomplished its goal, I was though. just very afraid that girl was going to Ralph <laughs> right there in the Academy of Music. <laughs> that, 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 Deborah that, I would have, have a hard been time with that. So mad. <laughs> <laughs> a Deborah. good time was had by Deborah all. Anthony. It's it's all good in uh, the academy until someone barfs up no a barfing. ton of marshmallows. <laughs> that right. would be so Fluff. awful to clean Fluff. up. I'm ashamed to admit I was it? only there for the uh, passing the torch thing. That's the only time I've ever been in there. Really? Yeah. And Jade and I had had consumed a bunch of seltzers or something because we don't really drink. I don't actually drink at all right now, which is great. Um, but I was on stage and. Uh, Jade had to run off the stage during the thing because she had to pee so bad. And, and she was literally, she was like in my ear going, there's a bucket on the side of that thing. I was like, don't do the bucket <laughs> thing. You can just, just get off the stage and go pee. But we had fun. It was a really fun event. you're an adult. Yeah. No, well, she was desperate. And, she doesn't, yeah. I was oh, like, I saw bad. it on her face. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's like, this yeah, is going to happen. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, just do it. You should just go. Just leave the stage. There's a bathroom back there. Well, she you peed know. in the bucket, and yeah. it's fine. Okay, well, yeah. we won't I'm proud of her. tell everyone. Wow, this really. is far more information than I thought I would be privy <laughs> to. Anyway. Get it? Privy to? Uh, very good. <laughs> so, so what was the show that you were in? It was a uh, passing the torch thing they did when there was a lot of businesses turning over hands. Right. The chamber. Yeah, the chamber I remember did. that. Yeah, Suzanne Beck was leaving. Yep, Vince yep, yep. was coming on. Correct, yeah. There was lots of... Passing of the torch know, like of business Central, owners think, from yeah, East Side. Yeah, it was a bunch of yeah of businesses. I'm yeah. embarrassed to not know all of them. Yeah, it's okay. That was 2018. It was a minute maybe? ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. It was fun though. Yeah, it, it was, was in the fun. Before times, mm-hmm. things were blissful. Yes, things are still <laughs> blissful. I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. Just eyes wide open now. I am so educated at this point on all the things I have. Uh, I'm quite proud of myself. I've really taken it upon myself to learn how to be an effective manager and and good for my staff and good for the store. And I'm definitely doing everything I can at this point. I used to be a little more woe is me, to be honest, but I'm I'm not. I'm, I think we can I think we can make it work. And um, I I feel very driven by what we have accomplished and what we can accomplish. And I'm I'm feeling good. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about what you anticipated. In 2019 of being a store owner and of the business versus what you know now. I yeah. mean, you know, you sort of touched on that a little bit um, about the 26 employees that you inherited yeah. and, you it, know, all of that. 
Um, we had we had a lot of fabulous people. We also had some people that because of how many staff we had, it was just not everybody could be as bought in and as engaged with what we were trying to accomplish as a store. And it didn't have such a perspective of like we are this like force downtown. We are supposed to be here for the community and it was it was a little jumbled as to like what the mission really was. So um yeah, I mean, and then the pandemic hit and I well when I bought it, I thought that um I was gonna bit to kinda keep this like global perspective and be the like the chief operating optimistic whatever I don't know. I had all these words I had attached to my name and I was gonna just be floating over everything and making these amazing magical things happen within the store. And uh and rainbows. Just, yeah, just and, and like I'm I'm game to work hard and I was always like in the grind and working with other people, but like I really thought that I was just gonna get to create this amazing thing. Um and it was gonna be not easy. Like there was definitely gonna be challenges, but that I had enough experience under my belt that it was gonna be that I was going to be able to figure it all out. Um, but I learned really quickly that at 26 people is a lot of people to manage and there's a lot of different personalities. Um, so you have to have effective HR. So the first thing we did was somebody who uh, was there for a long time. Doesn't, it doesn't actually work for us anymore, but her, her name's uh, Christine and she's amazing. Um, and she uh, helped us create a real HR for the not saying it didn't exist at all, but it wasn't it wasn't consistent consistent and balanced ac across the board, in my opinion. So um, we created a, a real HR structure, a real sort of staffing structure that once we really got to know how that was supposed to work and got it in place, we created hopefully a better place to work um, and where you really understood what was going on. We also discovered we could do what we needed to do with a lot less people. So we discovered that by accident because we had to close for three months during the pandemic and we had five people and instead of 26 and, and uh, obviously the store wasn't open at that time, but we were still doing curbside and delivery. So seeing what is capable, what is possible with it, with a real team that really works together and really communicates well, um, was very eye opening. as to, you know, I was like, okay, this is where we need to get to when we reopen and when we kind of re-engage with the public, this is, we need to have a smaller team. That's much more, that may be paid a little more and is much more engaged with what we're really trying to do as a mission. And um, hopefully I work hard enough and with everybody enough and I'm physically on the floor enough that people go, okay, like he, he's in it to win it and, and we're going we're gonna to stand behind him. And right now we have a crew that's just absolutely incredible. So I'm, I can't thank my staff enough. It's, it's, it's awesome to what we've, what we, where we've gotten has been, been good. I don't know where we're going, but I, I know <laughs> where we've gotten has been uh, an amazing and hard fought thing. So we're, we're, we're proud of ourselves. And I feel like a lot of the issues that you just talked about with people and staffing and setting up systems is something that a lot of businesses were grappling with, especially in the pandemic or coming out of the pandemic, really realizing, you know, workers, not workers rights, but like, you know, how to really take care of your employees or what benefits look like or what hours look like and being more flexible. Do you feel like you've sort of reached a point of flexibility with well, staff or we the best thing we do now is like you you get hired and you it's a it's a week and a half of training week and a half two weeks of training which, which that involves like just literally uh hr videos and then one-on-one -on -one training with me and one-on-one -on -one training with two or three other people and you get through this whole process and by the end of that you really know that you want to either work for us or you don't but after that it sets an expectation that i think really carries over and carries through to a much more functioning you know better communicating team. I think we also put, 
really early on, we put uh, mental health on the, you know, on the table. Like, this is a thing. This is real. We need to, we want you guys to know that, like, we, we want to support you on whatever you need for this, for mental health. And that's even prior to what the pandemic did to mental health. So um, making that more of a focus and making the, there being a better, I think communication is just so huge around that and just being able to make some space for people to take care of themselves and then also um, hopefully still work hard and get the, get everything done that needs to get done. But yeah, I mean, I have my own struggles with mental health and it just felt disingenuous to try to act like everybody else is supposed to, you know, be tough about it. And I, when I was like, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was like, it was a focus that um, I think it took a long time for people to really believe me that, that I really meant that, that that's really how I wanted things to go. And that's really the direction I wanted to go in. But once we got there, um, and once I was able to be very consistent in my day to day, I think that the team has appreciated it. A and lot. I'm glad that you mentioned it because, you know, I feel like every time you and I see each other, you do try to, uh, be very clear and upfront about where you are with the, the state I'm pretty of your emo, body. Man. I'm, and, I'm pretty yeah. emo. I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just who I am. I don't want to <laughs> act like I'm not, I'm not, uh. I'm not a tough guy. I'm a, I'm, I am, I'm a loving, sweet person who wants to take care of people. And that's just who I am. And we're all broken in some way, you know, Terribly to be broken. real about it. Um, <laughs> and to, to, to realize it and to attempt to fix the cracks, the yeah. things that, you know, are Trauma a bit, is real. Yeah, it's true. Go to therapy. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're here again. Break number two. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster. My guest today is Nate Clifford, who is one of two owners of Cornucopia Foods in Northampton on level L1. We're, we're going to break. Western Mass Business Show, Tara Brewster, Nate Clifford. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Welcome Brewster. Back. Welcome back. All Go right. ahead, Nate. Use your, oh, hey, use your uh, radio voice because you've been just. Welcome back. This is Tara Brewster <laughs> and business. What is it? Business Weekly? Business Business Western, <laughs> Western Business Awesomeness with Tara Brewster. We are I here like that with, better. We're here Western with. Western Mass Business awesome Awesomeness. <laughs> I love that. Oh, good. I'm business extremely talented. Awesomeness. Yes. I, I'm told I'm, I'm, I'm the most talented person that people know. That's something I just told myself at least. <laughs> And I'm hoping it do this. Just has, reach around your back and just yep, pat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have uh, no ego problems at all. Zero. Zero. <laughs> so we all took a shot before we got there. Just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. You just said you don't drink. I know I did. Yeah, I true. didn't say I didn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> it is true. I have almost three months. I'm very proud of myself. It was a needed thing in my personal life, but to each his own. Absolutely. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean, I I am an alcoholic and I like uh, drinking, um, but I 
I got very destructive about it during the pandemic, for sure. And it was like, I was like, everything's crumbling. And, I, you know, your initial thing is like, I deserve to get totally messed up all the time because my world, everything I've worked for has, you know, changed or gone to, to poop. So I, um, yeah, I started drinking a lot and it was really hard for me to come out of it. And I had, um, I have a tremendous support system. I'm very blessed and still it was very hard for me to come out of it, but something snapped and not snapped. Luckily something changed, snapped back, snapped back. <laughs> Uh, and I was able to put some weeks behind me. Um, and one of the things that's helped me is the move that the uh, council made in this city to decriminalize uh, psilocybin, which opened the door for me to actually microdose in a way that was therapeutic and uh, helpful to my mental health. So um, it's not for everybody, but it's it's something that's been very helpful for me. Uh now, and for I'm, people who don't know, explain what that is. Psilocybin is the active compound in magic mushrooms. There are many different strains of magic mushrooms. Um, and it can help to put you a little outside of yourself and your immediate stress and hopefully give you just a second to be in the moment and relax and not sweat the small stuff quite so much and bite all your nails off or pick your nose or whatever it is you do. In my case, it was that plus drinking a lot. So... I still bite my nails a bit, but uh, I don't. I don't drink, and um, and I was I was doing a lot of psilocybin microdosing, but I have been able to taper that off too. And I'm like really sober most of the time right now, and it's um, for the first time since I was like nine. So I'm I'm really uh, I think I, I I like myself a lot more. Um, I didn't realize how much I didn't like myself. Uh, yeah, not to get too real with you, but yeah, I just I I didn't I didn't. I wasn't myself at all and I, I didn't love, I, I wasn't leading with love. And once I was able to make some corrections in my life and change my, my therapeutic routine, including therapy, um, I, uh, I, I care about myself a lot more and I'm able to care about other people in a much more effective way. Um, so, and also my consistency at work and everything has just improved. So hopefully the people around me, the people that have worked for me, the people who are relying on me are are um, getting a little more for their a little more bang for their buck lately and I'm hoping to I'm hoping to stick with it um, I pl certainly plan to I I love my my life and my kids and my wife so much and it, this change for me has been um, really awesome so if you want to know anything about psilocybin microdosing uh, we do <laughs> I you can certainly come talk to me anytime at the store because I, I know a lot about it. I've been really educating myself and I can even maybe help you with access. So now, did, did you say that this has recently become legal? It's not legal. It's decriminalized. It's come way down. So you just don't, if you're not somebody who's walking around with a bunch of uh, dried magic mushrooms, throwing them at children downtown, <laughs> you're not going to get in trouble with the police. They have better things to do with their time. So you, um, yeah, you're, you don't come in and start uh, selling microdose or mushrooms on the street corner, but it is uh, not going to get you in trouble if you're caught with a little bit of it, um, which is, I think, a really important step. It's been important for me because it gives me the confidence to do it and not feel like I'm a criminal, which is nice. And so city council recently passed the in, ordinance. Yeah, that... in East Hampton, North Hampton, Worcester, uh, Cambridge, and Somerville. And Worcester actually, and, and I, I may be wrong and sorry if I'm wrong, but I believe Worcester decriminalized everything up to three grams which however you may feel about that, people who are low-level offenders 
need probably need help over going to jail. So I, I am um, personally an advocate of, of uh, ending the drug war, however that comes about. So, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing of course. your personal story. Yeah. I know that that's a it's lot. It's real. It's so real for me. Well, it's real. And I think, you know, not to keep saying, uh, you know, the things you're talking about are, are kind of conversations about the pandemic, but I think that, you know, a lot of the conversation around the pandemic and what we were doing in the pandemic, you know, whether it was <laughs> like finding ourselves for like more towards the light or more towards the dark, like we all kind of had to had to grapple with ourselves and oh, yeah, really look time. in the mirror and grapple with our angels and our demons and all of it. And so it sounds like, you know, you are on a path that is much more clear for you. I feel good. Yeah. I feel good and I want other people to feel good, however that comes about. For some people, it might be microdosing psilocybin. A lot of people, it's probably not, but it's it, that's a thing that I think should, I think plant medicine should be available in all forms and that that's a really important one to me. And so for cornucopia, you know, obviously you don't sell pharmaceuticals in that. We don't. We sell plant-based medicine. Yeah. And, and um, we, you know, we had Ian Stewart forever and uh, people who have been shopping at our store for a long time would, would know who that is. But he was an encyclopedia of knowledge on that stuff. And we haven't replaced him, but I have a lot of knowledge myself. And um, so do some of the staff that have been there a long time. And we can help you find something or at least steer you in the right direction to find something that may be therapeutic for you. So we're, we're um, we love what we do. And I, I think it's really I, I would like to see Western medicine and Eastern medicine talk a little more, frankly. I think they're both very important. So funny. I was just at Cooley um, with Lynette Watkins, who, uh, Dr. Watkins, who's the CEO of Cooley. And I was talking about having Cooley do more um, community conversations around healthcare and things that you can expect. And, you know, I don't know if Cornucopia could ever do that. But I would love to be involved like... in anything like that. I'm a really reasonable, rational person to deal with. If you're a doctor and you want to talk to me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you to shut up. I respect what you're coming from and what you know, and I uh, just want to be heard as well. So that's, that's, I think, I think that would be a really important step for sure. Well, we're here again, break time. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Nate Clifford, who is one of two owners of Cornucopia in Thorns Marketplace in beautiful downtown Northampton. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and my guest today is Nate Clifford, who is one of two owners of Cornucopia Foods in Thorns Marketplace, Jade Jump. Your Thank wife. you. I was, like, I was just going to mention, yeah, so the other owner is Jade Jump. The reason I am successful in life is because I have an amazing partner. I'm also cool. Don't get me wrong. But my wife is incredible and a hugely important part of our business. Although the last couple of years um, with having a second child and everything else going on, it, she hasn't been able to be there nearly as much as she wants to. But uh, it was her birthday yesterday, random note. She's Happy a birthday. solstice baby. She's amazing. She's yeah. an awesome person. 
Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So we've heard a lot about where you've been. Yeah. Where you are. And now let's talk about where you're going. Where we're going. Intergalactic planetary. I felt basically I fell back in love with the store. I didn't I was like, this is just uh this is just so depressing. I this is so hard and depressing. And I just snapped along with the other changes I mentioned, um, I, I've snapped out of it a bit and I I've like the best way to describe it is I've fallen back in love. So i I really wanna see get this place into a really amazing spot. We we need all the support we can get from the community. We need, you know, obviously people who come to the store a couple of times a month, try to make it three. Uh, that would be great. Uh, but really, we're also doing a lot of cool stuff just because I think it's the right move. So we starting in January, I don't think it'll be January 1st because it's a lot of technical setup, but we're um, starting in January going to have a loyalty program that is really cool and high tech and all those folks that come in, you know, three or four or five times a week, thank you so much. Please keep coming. You'll start accruing points and you'll get a lot of fancy, fun things out of your uh, dedication and loyalty to our store. Uh, but people who come and just spend money a couple of times a month will be able to take part in that as well. And we're also obviously grateful for you. So it's a really cool uh, loyalty program that we're setting up that's all integrated and high tech. We also are going to be renewing and refreshing our website. And along with that, our online ordering platform will be better, a um, uh, little more like the, the Amazon online shopping experience, which uh, obviously Amazon grosses me out from my position, but um, they are good at online shopping. So we, we hope to have a similar experience for people. Um, all of that will happen in January. Very exciting stuff. One of the bits of advice that I got from uh, the aforementioned Michael Cantor was don't do this for 40 years. And I think Tara would probably agree with me. He was like, by the time you get out and retire, you don't have as much time as you think you have to enjoy life as much as you think you might be able to. So I really took that to heart and it really became very clear to me, you know, especially after steering the the ship through the, the murky waters that we have been for now, almost three years, the, um, to sort of have an exit plan because it, it also, it, it relieves a lot of stress to know that your goal is to set the place up for success and walk away um, and not hold on so tight that you forget to live your life. Um, and then also, so for me and Jade, our goal is to, you know, get out from under all of the debt that we took on when we bought the business, which is um, significant. And then uh, also get the store in a place where it can be a worker-owned co-op which is something that I have done a significant, we've done a significant amount of research into and we understand how to get there. So I think, um, you know, it's not just a, a thing I float to the staff to keep them happy. It's a reality. That's where we want to go. That's where we want to get to. Um, and we hope to be there in three to five years to do that. And then I can uh, walk away and become mayor of the city or whatever. Um, so that there's goals like that, but yeah, these are, it feels good to have that. Like, this is the, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do and we're going to do it our way and it's going to be successful. And, and that's, that's the goal. So keep supporting us because we're going to do all those darn things. And I like that you're laying it out in a really clear way that makes sense, not only for you and for your employees, but for your customers to kind of wrap their heads around and, and get excited about, um, I mean, I, I love a good loyalty program. I Who know doesn't I'm, love a good loyalty program? <laughs> I, I mean, must not be the only one, but I really do. I yeah. love, you know, shopping and supporting and saying like, oh, like 
you know, actually A to Z. Yeah. I was just shopping at A to Z this morning and they're like, oh, do you have a, do you have a account with us? And I was like, yes, I do. And I gave them my phone number and they were like, you have 15 bucks to spend. I was like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I come here. And you just blew everybody's <laughs> ears out. No, no I'm just kidding. I, uh, yeah, no. And I, I mean, just my. Joke. A, just joke. Just joke. She's wearing the headphones. With headphones. <laughs> we, uh, a to Z is, by the way, an extremely inspirational business for us. Uh, Dev and Andre yeah. are amazing people. And yeah. we are super thankful. They have been so supportive of I us. I love them. They give our kids gifts. They're so sweet all the time. And I'm always like, I have a $10 gift card for you. <laughs> I mean, it's food. It's different. Um, but yeah, we, I just absolutely love and inspired by those people. So it's, it's a long time coming. We need this loyalty program. We're going to do it. We have the co-op now. And if you have to have a, we have two co-ops now. If you have to have a competitor, the co-op is a good one to have. We, we love what they do. We love what they do for the community, but we think we do something really unique and awesome too. And we're, we serve a really specific community downtown. And I think that having that kind of like you're a member and you're investing vibe through a loyalty program is huge. So that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah. And the Whole Foods isn't, com com is, they're whatever. I don't consider them competition. They're just like that spot. Great people work there. Don't get me wrong, but Whole well, Foods market is lame. And and I do feel like you're, you're spot on when you talk about who your customers are and it's very specific. You know, it's the downtown lifers, the ones that are working downtown, the ones that are shopping downtown, the ones that are eating downtown, the ones that are living downtown, right? It's also the right? people that have been shopping there for 40 years yeah. and now they need me to show up at their house and bring them the things they need. Then they're like, who's going to, you? can you deliver this to me? I need to use EBT. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it over the phone and I'll show up at your house. And they're like, are you, aren't you, you're Nate, you own it. I'm like, it's, there's nine people. You know, I'm going to be the guy who delivers. It's Okay. <laughs> Like, I, thank you. I, I know. It gets me out of the, the king, store, too. The king got off his throne <laughs> to come deliver. But no, I, yeah, no, I, and just, just doing whatever we can to get any extra food we may have out to the community at, at large, people who need to eat that food. We try to get everything that, that we can't sell eaten. We just try to do everything. We, we really try to do everything we can to, for the community. And it just, and we try to lead with love and we really feed that vibe. And when we get there and we really have, um, we really do that consistently. It is a loop that is just the most amazing thing that, I mean, it makes me very emotional at times. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's been to get to that point where I'm actually like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in this feedback loop and all I have to do is be consistent. It's, it's been really special for sure. My friend, Brian Lapis calls that living a purpose driven life. I love that. I'm trying, I'm trying. And then I'll be the mayor. <laughs> better you than me, buddy. I, I don't think I actually want to be in politics, but I think if I was it would in this town, maybe I would give it a shot. Well, I'm really excited about the co-op, worker-owned co-op I think it would be amazing, and I, I, um, I know we can do it. It's a perfect store for that, because even if we get up so we have 15, 16 employees again, we'd be blessed to get to that point. That's, that's a really manageable group, and I think it could work. A really huge worker-owned co-op I've seen. Uh, I've seen and heard stories that it can be really tricky, but I, I think a small uh, group of people who are all dedicated to the same thing could be could be amazing, and that's certainly our goal. Well, and we have so many models in this region too yeah. of worker own co-ops that I'm sure, sure you could connect with and and go converse with. What do you do? Hey, I'm Nate. How's it going? <laughs> Um, I have a question. <laughs> I have an answer. What's up with the product mix? Is it still the same as when you started? Or are you going to change it's it way up? Way cooler. 
you it's know, like cooler. what's the percentage of grocery versus non? The, probably the best thing I do, if I do anything really well, it's hire really smart people, pay them more than me, and then get out of their way. And that's what I do with the big departments. And so when you look at grocery, we have a guy, he's been there forever. His name's Brian. He, and he's, Brian is, you, you probably already know who I'm talking about if you come in our store. He, um, he's done everything in the store. He's been there way longer than me. And now he's running grocery, beverage, beverage and frozen. He knows he has, we have the same philosophy on sourcing and he does an amazing job. And that's, and I don't step on his toes unless there's a product I really want, like a candy bar or something that I'm like, we're going to carry this. And he's like, all right, yeah, that's your one. But yeah, we, <laughs> that's like what the bank does to me. Yeah. Okay. You got one. Yeah. That's like how I get it in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's, it's uh, but, but, and then I have other crew, like Joey is this amazing person who runs perishables and bulk and just, it just really looks at sales and makes sure that what we have is, is what's hip and what's cool. And I, we just get out of the way, but yeah, we're, we're all organic, non-GMO clean, all the time and nice. cruelty free in the body care, uh, not in supplements. You can't make fish oil cruelty free, but, um, we, we do our best. And I do a fish oil in my fridge. I, I have, <laughs> I take a lot of fish oil. Okay. You might be surprised to hear. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Um, well, here we are. We're there. We've done we did it. it. We did it. Thank now you so you much for having me. Crew for, and we got to go bust my butt till 815. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing it and that you took some time to come talk to us. I'm very um, grateful. I'm grateful for you. And I'd like to thank Greenfield Savings Bank, who's a sponsor of the show. Um, we have a new president, Tom Mashako. Very excited about Tom being there. We have 10 branches throughout Franklin and Hampshire County and also to Business West, George O'Brien and his team, providing all of us with really excellent news um, through the publication that we receive every couple weeks and also his radio show. Thank you so much, George O'Brien and Business West and also Nate Clifford of Cornucopia Foods, along with his lovely wife, Jay Jump, co-owners of Cornucopia in Thorns. Go find them. Go purchase some stuff. Support them. We'd like to see them live out their dreams into 2023 and beyond. This thank is Tara you. Brewster. Thank you. Western Mass Business Show. Joan Holiday. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Joan. My pleasure. Love you. Absolutely. All so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. I say to you